0: one remain calm. all is well this is Tim New York giant straight talk powered by online big blue LLC Oh, uh, you know what the giant fans are freaking out some of them the giant fans are making excuses for Daniel Jones already you have certain giant fans that are hating Daniel Jones you you, you know what it's it's I, I I thought the Giants could lose on Sunday and but I also thought they had the opportunity to win if they did certain things was just such as control the clock control possession control field position Keep the, the Cowboys off the field uh, so you don't get exposed with your rookie corners. I felt if we did all those things, I t- we talked about it on the video. We talked, if we did all those things, we could potentially come in and win this game, I thought, like 21 17. But then I also said this could have been a blowout. I didn't really, t- I did not really think it was going to go the blowout direction, to be honest. I really didn't think it was going to go that route. And of course, the offensive line for the New York Giants was as porous as porous can be. Everyone had a bad game, even the vaunted Andrew Thomas, but also he was dealing with a hamstring injury. He was the only offensive lineman not to play every snap in the game. Um, why we kept him in for the extended period of time that we did, that was a little bit more confusing than um, than, than I thought. In, in, in just in the to- totality of the sc- scheme of things, at this point in time, why would you even play Andrew Thomas? Why would you even keep Andrew Thomas in the game with a hamstring issue? And then, of course, Matt from Connecticut also went out with an injury. He had an MRI today as well. So did Andrew Thomas. Um, and, and like I said, x-rays on Andrew Thomas and Neil basically provided zero information. So we got to kind of wait and see what's going on. Uh, we got to get a better idea of what the depth on this offensive line looks. And everyone and their mother is wanting to go out and go find a new offensive lineman. Let's 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 scour the market. Let's bring in Justin Pugh. Let's 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 go see the free agency market and bring in some guys. Now I'm all for that. I I don't have a problem with that. But I also have a problem with the fact that people think that our solution is going to be found within the free agent market, with with the market that has already gone into week one, and the week one has already been completed. And and we have this feeling that we are going to find that hidden gem, which is a possibility. You might. But more likely scenario is you're gonna find garbage. Now they always say another man's trash is another man's treasure, but I've said it before. Sometimes another man's garbage is just another man's garbage. You have a little over four and a half to five million dollars in cap space right now. You are you are looking to bring someone in who who's been sitting around basically if it's some, some of these bigger name free agents who's been sitting around all summer and you want to, and people want to bring in these guys. Well, this help is not going to be immediate. You bring someone in today, unless they were on a roster, are you going to pluck someone off their practice squad? You're, you're not really going to be able to bring anyone in. That's going to do anything. That's going to be able to turn around and to fix this situation People are like, well, uh, you know, we, we, we got we got people out there that, you know, we got people out there that we can get. If you're out there this late, and I've said this a million times before, if you're out there this late, you're out there this late for a reason. You're not out there because of the fact that, you know, you just, what you call it, <laughs> that, that you're just so wonderful. People are like, well, I got a great go Dalton Riser. Okay. The Vikings don't want him back. Denver doesn't want him back. He said he's re- he says he's ready to play. He's ready to come into the dawn to you know he's ready to come in and take over that guard position at twenty eight years old. Okay, well you are a free agent at this point in time of the season for a reason, and that's what people need to figure out. They're like, oh, we got to go get Andrew Norwell. Hey, okay, thirty one years old, former guard of Washington. He is a re- he is a free agent still for a reason. You got Gabe Jackson out there. What's his name? You got AJ Cann, I believe, is out there still. Eric Fisher's out there. Eric Fisher, the old Eric Fisher from the, the Kansas City Chief days, from our first overall pick. He's out there as well. But again, these guys are out there at this point in time of the season for a reason. So you're not going, you may find that gem. You might. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. And everyone's talking Justin Peer, like I said a moment ago. Justin Pugh has had a history of injuries and a litany of energies injuries in Arizona and here in New York. So you, are you really going to count on Justin Pugh coming in to solidify the position? And you have a certain segment of the fan base that all they want to do is, is attack, attack Bobby Johnson, the defense, excuse me, the offensive line coach who came over with Dable and Shane from Buffalo. That is, that is, again, it is easier to attack the coach Than to potentially look at the fact that maybe the talent we drafted and have is not that high of quality, so it's easier to go after the line coach and say it's all his fault. I laugh. uh, I I laugh because Zach the Googler. I'm reading. He sent me a DM, uh, and he's saying that people are someone's blame. Here is someone blaming Hyatt. Now, evidently, this is someone named Doug Rush, the Doug Rush, and it says, again, if we can, if, again, if you get your hands on it, you have to catch it. Really, Doug? Why don't you go out to your backyard, run, a, full, run a, full, a slant pattern full speed on a wet turf in the rain, and have someone throw the ball behind you while your forward momentum is carrying you forward, and you reach back and try to catch it. Why don't, you, why don't you go try that and then tell me how easy it was? If you want to make excuses for Daniel Jones, that's fine. But don't blame that, Pat. That's like people are blaming uh, Saquon Barkley for the interception. Jones is, we talked about this in the stream yesterday. Jones has been throwing his receivers into contact since the day he got here. And here is the problem with this you do not, he almost got Waller killed in that preseason game against the Carolina Panthers. You don't throw. You create a throwing window, a throwing alley for your receiver. You throw your receiver open. You do not throw your receiver into contact, because bad things happens when you do that. A tip pass, and a player gets hurt. Ball ends up in the air. Last year, I've said this before. Last year, that ball would have felt harmlessly to the harmlessly to the ground. But this is a new season. This is a new season. The ball bounces differently every year. I always think of Clifford Franklin, (laughs) again, from the replacements. You know, the football is like a one-man cold. Clifford Franklin's going to catch it. Clifford Franklin's going coming down with it. That's the way it was last year. But then you think about Clifford Franklin, who couldn't catch anything. He had to use a stick-up. And that sometimes will happen the next season. The the breaks you got last year, you're probably not going to get this year. So you need to be careful with the football. Like I said, Daniel Jones had a poor performance. Daniel Jones was under duress, 100%. But the problem is also, Daniel Jones still stays in the pocket too long, especially under pressure. Daniel Jones also still has the issue in regards to throwing his receivers into contact and actually not putting the ball. It's called, we, we heard about it in training camp that Daniel Jones had this ball. He, he understood ball placement, he understood where to put the ball so the wide receiver could be the only one to get it. He, he, he got it. Yeah, he got it against the all-shorts team. The moment pressure came, duress came, the moment the quicksand started, things broke down and went bad. And that's what pisses me off about people on Twitter that probably never played the game. I was lucky enough to play through college. And they don't understand the fact that you tell you say, well, that, you get your hands on you should catch it. That's one of the stupidest things I ever fucking heard. This is why I stay off Twitter. Thank God I'm the kinder, gentler, Tim. Because I would have went off on a floor, I would have went off on a floor rant. But thank you for sending me that, Zach. Zach always sends me some great. You know, if you ever see stuff on Twitter, uh, it's online. Big Blue One, send it to me. I, I love when people send me stuff. What I'm thinking, I, what I think I'm going to do tomorrow, and because of the fact that I'm probably calling out people by name, uh, I'll do an on camera video. I, I'm going to point out the stupidity and reference to certain people what certain people are saying. You can make it excuses for everyone on this team on Sunday. Brian Dale came out and said, the Giants need to own this shit. And then we have to move on. I agree. You have potentially a get right game in Arizona. You potentially have that. And with Arizona's quarterback, you have better an opportunity to get and force turnovers. Now, Arizona defense is not a pushover, but it's not the Cowboys defense. So you have a chance to go one and one. So you have to have a short-term memory and you have to forget what happened. You got to just blow it up out of your mind and just kind of move on and understand that it was one game. That's what you have to remember that. And at the end of the day, like I said, our schedule is not going to get any easier. And we have to remember, I find your lack of faith disturbing. You have certain plans that have already jumped off the boat, jumped off the bandwagon who were up in team, who were up in camp Dable, and, and now are, you know, are saying, well, maybe he's not that good. It's, it's one game. And then the pendulum will swing the other way. If the giants win 35, 17 against a bad Arizona team who don't have a quarterback. It's good. This, this season could potentially be neck breaking. And, and, and not on the field. I mean, the far, the, the way the. I just remain in the regards to the fact that the way the pendulum is just going to swing left and right, people are going to snap their necks going back and forth so quickly. I got a good chiropractor though. I started physical therapy and then i went working with a chiropractor. So I'm very excited about that. So that's actually been going real well, but that's going to be the issue. And to think that there is going to be a quick fix. That's what, that's, that's what gets me. What is this button? Uh, okay, that that, <laughs> that button evidently was nothing. <laughs> oh my God! But you still have people. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. Daniel Jones, in some eyes, gets no blame, and I love it because you have a lot of the pundits that were turning around onto the coming into the Daniel Jones camps on the on the networks that are now saw yesterday and were just like, "Yikes! Look at the look at the Jets." Zach Wilson came in for an injured Aaron Rodgers and beat the Bills. So we're saying that Zach Wilson is better than Daniel Jones? I don't think so. I've said it before. Daniel Jones could be an average quarterback. He could be an average NFL starter. Maybe below Kirk Cousins. Maybe way below Kirk Cousins. I should rephrase that. But everything has to be perfect for him. And then once again, like we saw in Philadelphia... And like we saw against Dallas, if it's not perfect for him, things go horribly wrong quickly. And to think that we're going to sit there and find the offensive line answer by firing Bobby Johnson or find the offensive, firing Bobby Johnson after week one. This is why fans aren't, don't run NFL franchises or NBA franchises because they're too much much like certain owners where everything is emotional. We got to get rid of them. We'll be fine. I said it before. I, I I don't think the Giants are making the playoffs this year. Uh, I can't predict how many games they're going to win because it it right now it is just too it's just too up there. But I didn't I don't I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And, you know I think they I think potentially they're going to have good showings in games, and then I think they're going to have problems because we still have problems in the offensive line. We still have problems in the linebackers. We still have problems on the defensive line. Yes, we have problems on the defensive line, guys. We still gave up our hundred yards rushing on thirty carries. Didn't get any pressure on on Dak. But should we fire the defensive line coach? Jordan Riley looked good for like three plays. Leonard Williams disappeared. I don't know what Dexter Lawrence was doing. Cave on Thibodeau Just cave on Thibodeau. Zizo Jolari was out there, but we didn't see him do anything. Isaiah Simmons was out there. We didn't see him do anything. You know, and you sit there and you have your two rookie corners. If you continue to put two rookie corners on islands on the edge without a pass rush, bad things are going to happen. Banks had a couple of good plays. Hawkins had a couple of good plays, but then at the end of the day, they got, tur- they got turned around. I talk about the one play that was a, that was uh that Dak actually ran it. If he would have looked up to the right cooks was sitting there at the, uh, literally going towards the end zone alone. He turned Hawkins around so poorly and he, he was wide open, but Dak ran it to the other side. And I was telling big else and thank God he didn't see that. But we're not going to fix this problem by going out and overspending or bringing in these, these 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 reclamation projects in regards to offensive linemen. Sometimes another man's trash is just another man's trash. We're going to get right on Sunday against Arizona. Is it going to be a blowout win? No, I think it's going to be like a 21-17 win. But I think we're going to get right because like we should have more talent than Arizona we should be better than arizona and this is a game you this is a game you should win and if you take a look at the new york giants schedule let's pull up the schedule real quick here let's see how many new york giants schedule let's see how many games on this schedule the giants should win in reference to what we perceive to see talent wise in in the beginning here of the season so you figure they should win the cardinals game uh, let's see, Seahawks, uh, Dolphins, Bills, Commanders. I'm going to say you hopefully should win the Commanders game at home. Uh, you got the Jets, the Raiders. I don't know. The Jet game is now a toss-up because of the injury. You got the Cowboys at home. You got Commanders at home. You got the Patriots. You got the Packers. You got the Saints. You got the Eagles. You got the Rams, and you got the Eagles. So right now I- I'm putting down two games the Giants should win because they should have more talent looking at this schedule. I think they should win the Cardinals game. Then you have the 49ers, you have C- I think Seattle even at home is a toss up. You're not, you, you got the Dolphins, that's not a should. You got the Bills, that's not a should. You got the Commanders. You got the Commanders at home, that should be a should game. so That's two. You got the Jets. I don't know what's going on with the Jets yet because the Jets still have a really good defense. Um, so that's again, it's a question mark. You got the Raiders in Vegas. That's a question mark. You got the Cowboys at home, the commanders at home, question mark, get the Pats at home. Um, I don't know what Mac Jones is going to do. You got the Packers at home again. I don't know what the Packers are. The saints, you know, that's a tough one. You got the Eagles, you got the Rams and you got the Eagles. So maybe potentially there's three should win games. That's not a lot and you're already 0 one So let's take care of business on Saturday against the Cardinals, and then let's sit down and let's worry about the 49ers, Seahawks, the Dolphins, the Bills, the Commanders, the Jets. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I don't know if we're going to go back to doing daily videos, but we're going to try to get back to doing a little bit more content So it's because it's been a really great time talking to everyone. And again, this is Tim. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to ring that bell because you want to know why? That'd be awesome.